Now we're here at Locust Street Studio here a week before Thanksgiving. The holiday season uh, is among us, a uh, great time of the year, but an even better time of the year. Uh, Hudson Havoc Hockey is back here on the Hudson Havoc Podcast. I'm here with uh, Coach Brett Wall here for a little bit of a uh, opening part here to the podcast. So, uh, Coach, I guess I wanted to ask, uh, you know, you know, maybe hiatus is the right term for it, maybe, uh, but... You know, after a little break here, we touched on it last week. What the upcoming game was supposed to be the River Kings, but obviously that didn't come to fruition. Um, coming back here off of this break, uh, what were some things that uh, you highlighted in practice today? As to my knowledge, it was your first day back. Yeah, we had a, we had a few days off there, so obviously uh, some things we highlighted. Unfortunately for the guys, were legs and lungs. Yeah. Um, we had to skate a little bit today and kind of get our legs back underneath us, but also our wind. Um, got a big matchup coming up on Sunday with Steel County, and we know they're going to be well prepared and ready to go. Um, just making sure that our uh, conditioning is kind of where it needs to be moving into the weekend um, and really getting the guys prepared, uh, knowing that we've got to pay a play of a 60-minute game. We're going to be on the road as well. So getting guys comfortable and prepared with that just mentally and physically I think is going to be huge. But guys did a great job of competing and battling through practice today. I was very happy with that. Um, everyone did a great job competing and just saying, hey, you know what, this is what it is and kind of the hand that we were dealt and everyone kind of worked. And I thought we pulled together there and ended up having a little bit of fun in the end with a little bit of competitive uh, gameplay. Uh, so really kind of love the jam the guys brought and the excitement to be back at the rink. Uh, also had an opportunity to kind of send them off today to see one athletics to work with Brent Jamison um, to get the guys rolling. So we're kind of back normal schedule and getting things rolling and looking forward to a really good second half of the season. Yeah, and whenever I hear C1 Athletics, one of the great sponsors that this uh, Hudson Havoc organization has, I always hear great things from the players and from you. Um, you know, what value does a great uh, training program like that bring to a team like the Hudson Havoc? Uh, gosh, I, I can't <laughs> say enough. Honestly, Brent Jameson and uh, Lucas Woodland have really turned my program around from uh, my, my first year when – uh, we didn't have much of a strength and conditioning option, and then all of a sudden Brent and, and Lucas approached us, and we went from a team that was going to be uh, kind of lower in the, in the end of uh, the division and the league to all of a sudden kind of being um, atop the division and atop the league for the last few years. And honestly, a lot of that's a testament to them. Been very, very fortunate to have them work with guys year-round. A lot of guys stay up here in the summer um, and work with Brent on a regular basis, and I think that truly is a testament to what he's doing. Uh, cannot say enough about him as a coach, as a person, um, but just a motivator of young athletes, a guy that shows up every day, is prepared, works hard, and a guy that I know is an extension of kind of what I'm trying to push and promote mm. and does a really good job at knowing that, you know, I don't need to be there all the time. The same message that I would be pushing um, and preaching is being delivered and kind of um, shown by Brent. And we do a really good job of kind of having a parallel mindset and a guy that honestly been extremely fortunate and very, very blessed to work with. And I think my guys have really kind of taken a liking to mm. him. Um, Coach Jay can be something special when, <laughs> when he gets going, but at the same time, Brent's always there for the guys um, as more than just the coach, too. And I can't you know, explain the value that he adds to our program, and C1 does a great job. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I guess kind of circling back a little bit, but uh, heading back, you know, onto the rink for practice, um, you know, are there any specifics about the practice today that you would like to touch on? Because I'm kind of interested to see, you know, maybe what kind of drills or what was the experience like coming back after kind of a quick little break. Yeah, <laughs> my, my first thought was you got to get some timing back as well. The passing and the other stuff has yeah. got to really be kind of honed back in. So we talked today about kind of really fixing up little tiny details. So our passing, our communication, 
um, hitting the net when we get opportunities. And then again, like I said, the, the legs and lungs. Uh, <laughs> every drill we did, we did a little bit of uh, skating in between to kind of get guys going. Some of the drills we did do are kind of a little bit of a hidden skate. <laughs> um, so I, guys did a good job of really competing all day long and battling through it. What I did have a lot of fun with is uh, towards the end, um, we went through little uh, intervals where we did some four-on-four. Four, we did some five-on-four nice, yeah. both ways. Um, and then some five-on-five five to kind of finish it. We competed for mm-hmm. a skate um, in each little segment in each little game. So it was kind of neat to see mm-hmm. the guys pull together and really get those competitive juices going again. The rink had that electricity and kind of that energy to it. So mm-hmm. it was a blast. And I know it's hard to speak on, you know, specific players. But, you know, how did you feel that, you know, your guys reacted to coming back and, uh, you know, heading to practice? And, you know, I'm assuming that, you know, it wasn't too light or anything. You want to get back to it and you want to be aggressive and everything. Uh, how did you feel that, you know, your guys kind of responded to that? Guys responded well. Uh, guys were excited to be back. And, again, at the start of practice, we, we told guys, like, today's not going to be fun. It's not going to be enjoyable. But it's not a punishment. It's something we know we need to do that way when we the puck's dropping on Sunday mm-hmm. and we're, we're sitting there and we're, you know, next to our opponent, we're at a, at a face-off. We're knowing, hey, like, my legs are ready to go. My lungs are where they need to be. And we're, we're going to be appreciating the work that we put in earlier in the week. Um, knowing it's going to pay off come this weekend. Mm. Yeah, and I guess, uh, you know, touching on it a little bit, I know we'll do more Outlook stuff eventually, but uh, with that Steel County Blades uh, team, this is a team at least, you know, one observation that I had. Uh, when you guys played them in that Midwest-West showcase, uh, they looked a lot better from last year heading into this year. And I know you mentioned it when, you know, you were talking with the guys before the game. Uh, but this team matched up pretty well, uh, I would say, uh, with you guys out there in Blaine. And, uh, you know, what are you looking at here in a in a matchup against the Blades outside of a showcase game when they're coming into your barn? Uh, honestly, just knowing they're going to be prepared. Like, they, they are going to be prepared. Coach Nick Adamek does an unbelievable job and worked his butt off this summer at uh, really kind of revamping his squad there and brought in a lot of new faces and have done an unbelievable job of getting things rolling there this, uh, this summer. Um, and then to start the season, they've done an unbelievable job. And, Really competed hard against us in a, in a game that kind of pushed us to our limits and edge there. Mm-hmm. Really looking forward to this being our first game back and knowing that we got to come prepared, um, knowing that they are as well. So it'll be a lot of excitement. Uh, me and Nick um, had a little bit of banner, friendly banner between each other. <laughs> uh, some Sault Ste. Marie ties there. That's where I played college, and he played yeah. a little bit, little bit of junior hockey, and his um, brothers were in the area. So Coach Davis also played in Sault Ste. Marie. <laughs> so it seems like when we're all together, there's a, little bit, there's a little bit of extra kind of uh, – you know, on the side there for, yeah. for wanting to win and wanting to kind of give the guy a little bit of rub and a little bit of uh, a nudge and say, hey, we got you this time. But what I love about uh, Nick and the Blades is they come to work hard every single game. Um, you know, it's a game you got to be ready for, and it's a lot of fun to compete in. Yeah, uh, that all sounds great. Really excited uh, to, you know, see how, um, I guess, technically next week since it's Sunday, but next week's uh, games unfold. And uh, just a quick clarification, is the Steel County game going to be in Hudson, or is that going to be a traveling game? Uh, we're going to be in Oetana, Oetana uh, which I'm, okay. I'm really looking forward to, an opportunity for us to kind of get on the road and, and drive uh, you know, an hour and a half down the road and kind of get the team camaraderie back together mm-hmm. on the bus and um, go down there, hopefully kick some butt, and then get on the bus and come back home. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Oetana is a nice place down there. Um, anything else that you, know, you feel specific that you want to touch on at all for this first segment here for uh, the fans listening? No, I'm uh, I'm really excited just to kind of get things going again, and really mm-hmm. excited to have the support of uh, of our fans and our sponsors. Everyone back in the building here soon um, with some upcoming home games that we have. We'll talk about a little bit later, and mm-hmm. uh, just really excited to have the ball rolling again. Yeah, uh, I guess for my sake too, I'm really excited to watch this team again. Uh, you know, uh, your guys have been doing a really, I guess I should say, did a really good job at the beginning of the season, coming out strong. 
uh, not losing a game in regulation was a big one. Uh, so hopefully, uh, not only with that uh, Sunday game, and we'll we'll talk about this series after uh, that, but you know, I guess I got to knock some rust off too. Got to get back up on the call <laughs> up there at the Bill Gilbert box. <laughs> and it'll be exciting for all of us. I know everyone's kind of chomping at the bit to get back, mm-hmm. and I know the guys have kind of been patiently waiting. And today we got the, like I said, a little bit of energy and a little bit of a kind of jam out, and we can really kind of hone back in tomorrow and and settle things down, get a little more systematic, yeah. and tighten things back up. It's gonna be good. All right, well, best of luck uh, for the rest of the practice. We'll have you back on here for a later segment. But next up is a player profile with uh, P.J. Noonan, more of a new-on-the-scene guy for this Hudson Havoc, but uh, we'll kind of pick his brain a little bit when we come back here at Locust Street Studio for the Hudson Havoc podcast. Check out the upcoming home games for the Hudson Havoc at Historic Gornick Arena on November 27th and 28th. They will face off against the Dells Ducks. Tickets are $8.00. And kids 10 and under get in for free. Make sure to get your tickets at the entrance of Gornick Arena. To check out any and all information regarding the Hudson Havoc, check out our website at HudsonHavoc.com and all social media that includes Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So after a quick break here, we're back at Locust Street Studio. I uh, here with uh, player profile, uh, this week's uh, lucky guest, I guess, is uh, P.J. Noonan. Uh, P.J., uh, I believe this is your first year with the Hudson Havoc, if I'm correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, and uh, obviously, haven't played the full eight. You were uh, a bit hurt, hurt for the last four. Yeah, last and six. that was a that was a hit over the middle of the ice, if I remember right, or was yeah, that? Yeah, it was in front of the net. Yeah, it was in front of the net. Yeah. yeah um, and you know, I guess one thing that has struck me about your play um this is obviously looking at the current but um you know obviously the not to be too cliche but you know the the idea of like a smaller player not being as physical you along with a lot of the guys on the havoc don't shy away from contact at all and you show a nice blend of skill and physicality um you know how important is that in your game you know heading up to uh play or rather playing in junior hockey right now that's how you survived. Yeah. At least as a smaller <laughs> player for me, for me it's moving fast mm-hmm. and just trying to trying to get in the mix and start yeah. something. Yeah. Other players, they can they can move around and not get hit. Yeah. Not me. I can't. Yeah. At least it's not in my mm-hmm. nature. I just yeah. move. All right. Well, I uh, thought I would ask that, but now rolling back here, uh, just a bit of an introduction here. I uh, thought I would uh, ask, where are you from, PJ? What's your story? Uh, Wheaton, <laughs> Illinois. Wheaton, so, Illinois. Yeah, I started playing hockey at the Admirals. Uh, my grandfather actually got me into it. I first was taken skating by my parents, and I hated it. I just cried the whole time like and just, nah, nah, I didn't like it. And then as soon as my grandpa took me, I was like, all right, nice. I can kind of buy into this. And so then, would you call him, like, your inspiration then for hockey, your grandpa? Yeah, he played at Bowling Green when they first got their uh, Division One team. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then he just kind of took it from there and my nice. parents were not happy no no they were <laughs> like why couldn't you pick a cheaper sport <laughs> so <laughs> yeah <laughs> they could thank him for that yeah um i guess asking uh another question quick question here uh before the hudson havoc what was your uh last or i guess i mean i know it's the chicago fury but what was it like playing uh with the fury uh before heading into junior hockey um junior hockey it's just hockey focused mm-hmm. with at triple a you're just showing up to mm-hmm. games and practices you're not with the team or you're not living with the team you're mm-hmm. not around the team it's just mm-hmm. you're on your own and then you come to the rink together it's a little bit different so mm-hmm. um i guess this is kind of a spontaneous question but uh what was it like 
at least getting attention from teams when you were playing on the Fury? Like, did you have many conversation with coaches? Uh, did you talk with Coach Wall at all? Like, maybe at like a showcase or like at a game? What was that? Like, Not a, like our team. Our team, we didn't travel a whole lot, so we didn't get mm -hmm. to play in front of a bunch of teams. So I didn't get to. I wasn't able or fortunate enough to talk to any of the teams until after the year and started going to main camps and stuff. And nice. that's and that's how I ended up finding out about the Havoc was through uh, my owner and my coach last year. Uh, mm -hmm. Dennis Vasky kind of put me on yeah. the Havoc and, yeah, yeah showed me. Yeah, um, I guess touching on it more than uh, your connection with the, uh, the team owner, what has that been like in transitioning uh, from the Fury to playing with the Hudson Havoc? Uh, Leading up to this, I didn't have a place to play, and I was just talking to him because he was the last person, and I was able to get ice during uh, mm. COVID season. Nice. Yeah, so I was skating <laughs> with him and, and talking to him and just asking him what to do because I, I didn't know. I wanted to play mm -hmm. hockey, but I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I kind of need some place to play. And yeah. Yeah, he kind of let me know, put got me in contact with Coach Wall, and <laughs> nice. now we're here. And um, – I, I don't know if this is the right term, but did you, you know, would you feel that, you know, you've had to fight your way to get up here? You didn't seem to have a lot of avenues coming out of the Fury and you were able to get on the Havoc. Uh, what was that like, you know, getting on a team like that? And, uh, you know, I guess, you know, maybe this is, this is just a compliment for me, but you've been playing really well. Thank um, you. So it surprises me that you didn't have much avenues to play in. But, you know, what was that like? You know, fighting for a spot on a junior team. Well, that's what happened. I would. I ended up uh, at three North American League main camps and was pretty much the last kid every time. Yeah. Just got told too small, too mm -hmm. short, weightier. You're too young. So mm -hmm. it was like, all right. Well, <laughs> I know I can play because I'm mm -hmm. I'm making it to the final game every time. Yeah. I just need someone to take a chance. Mm -hmm. So that's that's all I'm waiting for. Yeah. Well, we're happy uh, you're here, and I thought I would ask you a quick question about you know the people that help you stay here in Hudson. Uh, your billet family, maybe give, you know, I don't know if a shout out is the right term, but, uh, you know, I guess tell me about, you know, the experience with your billet family this year. Yeah, for sure. The Jacobsons, they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> great people. That's they're good. awesome. Yeah. The mornings are sometimes rough, but other yeah. than that, yeah, they got three kids, uh, Everest, who is the youngest, she's four. And then you have Emmy, how old is Emmy? Five. Yeah. Five. And then Hudson, who's nine. Yeah, yeah, Emmy's no. a little bit older than that, but so yeah, no need for alarm clocks at no. the Jacobsons. No, no, I'm up every morning. <laughs> you're up every, you're yeah, up every morning. pretty much. <laughs> but it's it's not that bad. Yeah, and you know, I whenever whenever I listen to any player talk about uh, billet families or whatever, and I know, um, or I think I guess Coach and I talked about it in the first segment, but um, you know, I guess my observation is that there's always good things to say about oh, billet yeah. families, and I guess yours is no exception with the Jacobsons. Yeah, I know they're great. They do everything. That's pretty good to much, hear. Yeah. yeah. So all I have to do is my laundry, everything else, pretty much take care oh, of Oh, that's not too hard of a yeah, task. Yeah, not bad at all. <laughs> so can't complain. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I guess shifting gears here uh, to this season, um, you know, how are you feeling at the start of the season? Uh, from my observations, you know, up there in the in the booth watching you, um, y it's it's hard. Like, I would have to try and, and, and miss you or not pay attention to you. Uh, when you're on the puck, uh, you draw attention. You do a really good job of keeping flow on the offense, and you do a good job of you know fighting and staying in games and everything. Um, hey, what has your been experience like early on in the season here, and I guess now now that we're picking it back up after the hiatus? Yeah, well, it was moving, and then kind of <laughs> came to stop, <laughs> and then it's been like a four week break now. Yeah. So 
yeah, excited to play. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's I'm pretty much just excited to get back to it. So yeah, um, I guess you know wh- how are you feeling about this uh, upcoming uh, Steel County game? I know Coach and I will touch on it here, you know, in the upcoming segment. But I guess from a player's perspective, you know, getting back into the game and everything, I know that you and all the other guys are itching for it. Uh, but this is a Steel County team that you guys have had an ex- have had, I guess, as a team, yeah, because. Did you play in the Midwest Bus Showcase at all? China, oh. no. Um, but you know, getting back into it on Sunday, um, you know, what's that feel like when you're kind of on the doorstep of getting back after having to wait for a little while? I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. And the, fa- <laughs> the faster it is, the better it is. That's good. So I'm right. Well, and the, the Steel County, Steel, Steel County matches up really well with you guys. Yeah. Uh, and that's a compliment to them and uh, how well that they've been able to turn over uh, and all that. Um, what uh I'm trying to think now it's been a it's been a bit so i can't remember but the uh the last game before the shutdown was that the ducks yeah that the ducks? ducks um those were won pretty handily i don't know if that's the right term yeah um but uh did you get back into those games at all was that sort of the no you were uh, still out? yeah no i was just watching those games. you were just watching those yeah made the trip and everything yeah made the trip and everything nice i was a cheerleader you were a cheerleader yeah um I guess I'm curious about because I haven't made like a full road trip like that yet, so I haven't experienced it for myself. But, um, you know, like, what has it been traveling with the team, going on a roadie like that, having to stay the night and everything? Um, there's got to be some nice like bonding going on. At least I would think so. Yeah, it was my first time away from parents for the most part. Oh yeah. Yeah, last team my my 18s year, a couple of the kids their parents wouldn't come, but other than that, it was. Mm-hmm. You, everyone had their parents, and this year it's <laughs> it's pretty much just figure it out. Yeah. So it's pretty fun and kind of funny, like listening to kids try to figure <laughs> stuff out. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, who'd you room with? In uh, the I roomed with Blake Mitchell and JT Hosen. Oh yeah, man, so that, was that sounds like quite a room. <laughs> oh, it was. It was funny. Yeah, those two were yelling at each other. Yeah. Every every second. Yeah, I think you mentioned that they sounded like an old couple. Yeah, they were like an old <laughs> married couple, like right in the morning, like yelling at each other to wake up. Yeah. That was that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, you know, I can't, I don't know if there's anything else that I want to touch on. Is there anything else specific that you'd like to bring up? Anybody that you'd like to shout out or talk to? From, I'd like uh, to from shout out my uh, billet family, obviously the Jacobson, Jacobsons, Mike, Carrie, all the kids. Um, and then obviously my mom and dad. Like to say oh, nice. Up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Are they still back in Wheaton right now? Yeah, they're back there with my brother. Nice. Yeah, so. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate okay. it. Uh, I like this conversation. Um, so that was uh, PJ Noonan here on the player profile. Uh, one of the names that, you know, hopefully, I guess, uh, if, if we're going to continue the season here, that we'll hear a lot. Excited to watch you get back into it eventually here. I'm excited to see how you play and the rest of the team. So we'll be right back here with another segment from Coach Wall after uh, some quick words. Here at Locust Street Studio, we'll be back f- with the Hudson Havoc podcast. Check out the upcoming home games for the Hudson Havoc at Historic Gornick Arena on November 27th and 28th. They will face off against the Dells Ducks. Tickets are $8, and kids 10 and under get in for free. Make sure to get your tickets at the entrance of Gornick Arena. To check out any and all information regarding the Hudson Havoc, check out our website at HudsonHavoc.com and all social media that includes Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Back here at Locust Street Studio on the Hudson Havoc podcast with uh, head coach 
Brett Wall uh, coming back here after our quick uh, player profile with uh, PJ Noonan. Brett, I want to ask about you know the upcoming week, and I guess it'll trail into the week after too. Um, you know, what are you looking forward to uh, Sunday and then Thanksgiving weekend and then the following game after that? Uh, like we said earlier in the podcast, is getting the ball rolling, but I think it's going to be really good too. Uh, we got one game away on Sunday against Hill County, but then leading into that, we got three games at home. Um, Thanksgiving weekend there against the, the Dells where we're going to have two games there at home. Um, and then we got a really cool night on December 4th. It's going to be our billet appreciation night against Rum River Mallards. Uh, so just really looking forward to getting people back into the building. Uh, the team is doing really well right now. We've yet to use, lose a game in regulation and, and gotten a point in every game that we've played in. Um, currently 8-0-2, so really excited about that and just kind of have the boys get back out there and running. Um, Hot and Bear Warming House will be uh, nice. ready to go and back open up top upstairs. Um, so come, you know, if you get an opportunity, come out and uh, watch them have a hockey and grab a cold mm. beer. And I didn't even really get the chance to ask the question when uh, PJ was on, but uh, do you want to talk at all about, you know, the Billet families and, you know, maybe to anybody who doesn't know? I kind of brushed over that. My apologies. but <laughs> Yeah, uh, the Billet families are, are truly incredible. Um, for these people to take in a 16 to 20-year-old into their home and say, hey, we're going to allow you to kind of use our house as – um, a place to stay, a place yeah. to sleep, to be a part of our family, everything and, and an opportunity in exchange for you to get to you know, live your dream every day. I mean, it's, re it's really unique. And um, I think sometimes people are always you know, like, what, what, what is a billet uh, <laughs> when you hear that word? But for people that are unfamiliar with it, it's kind of like that um, foreign exchange student type family where they'd be staying and, and kind of hosting um, the, per the person, in this case, the player. Uh, that'd be coming in for the year, and it's it's a really neat experience. I know I can't speak um, highly enough about my time in Alexander's, my billet family there, and still have really good connections and ties. And that's what kind of makes it so unique and fun is to see these guys come back up here, live with their families in the summer, and always know that when they come back here uh, to Hudson, they're gonna have a family and a place that loves them and support them, kind of from day one when they started their junior hockey here, you know, to mm -hmm. the time they graduated. And, hopefully moved on and play some pro hockey. But not only that, just later in life, once they start their, their own families and kids, it's really kind of neat to watch the whole thing come full circle. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess a quick question here. Is there you know any developments? I don't know if you want to get into specifics about it, but any developments about some of the guys looking at the next level? I know that's a major part of developmental junior hockey. Uh, any quick little like tidbits on guys who are getting looks, maybe getting some attention, maybe getting close to their decision? Yeah, we've uh, we've had a few guys that have gotten some some opportunity. Uh, uh, obviously, the success that we had as a team and as an individuals as well in the uh, Midwest West Showcase brought a lot of attention and a lot of uh, just kind of uh, you know feelers, just kind of want to know where guys are at, get a, an understanding of who they are as people and players. Uh, things that people and, and kids out there, if you're listening, remember to this: the first question they're asking is, "What's the kids' you know GPA and test scores?" Mm -hmm. um, you know, not necessarily that's end all be all by any means, but it's one of those things that really helps you kind of control your fate and your destiny. Mm -hmm. And I try to explain to a lot of these players that you know I'm trying to sell you as a 200 foot player, but you got to be a 200 foot person. You've got to be a student. You've got to be an athlete. You've got to be a community member. Um, and those are all things that a lot of guys have kind of asked. And we've had a lot of guys here recently. Um, Caleb Deuce has got a lot of uh, interest and look, our captain. Not and surprising That's kind of carried on. Um, Evan is a guy that's obviously already got a commitment um, and has checked in on kind of on a regular basis from their head coach and looking for more guys that could possibly fill that void for them once they graduate some guys this year. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun to kind of connect with all these coaches. But these are opportunities that these players have 
earned themselves and kind of have gotten. Um, it's nothing that I've done. I've, I haven't done anything other than answer a phone call and answer honestly. Um, these guys come to work every day and prepare and do things the right way, and mm-hmm. they've been rewarded with the opportunity. So a lot of that goes to them. But if for me as a coach, it's a lot of fun to have those phone calls come through knowing they're looking for your guys. Yeah, and I guess one thing that's really interesting too with like the you know the college commits and everything is that uh, guys who you know set the foundation guys um, like Ben Lamb and Chris Dusek and Wakefield just to talk about the Chatham guys. There's obviously more than that, but you know when you get one player there, it kind of creates a pipeline. Um, and you know there there are some schools that you know are looking at guys on this team, and it's it's nice to see you know the guys moving on, and I know that gives you a sense of fulfillment too when you know you get the guys. Uh, to move on and know that this is kind of just like a, a step forward in their lives and their careers. That that's definitely the exciting <laughs> thing. I, it's that's one thing that we really strive for as a program, as an organization, is to make sure that we're moving guys on out of here and preparing guys for life um, at the next level. You know, and then obviously, you know, hopefully that what they're doing there, they've learned enough here in Hudson and can kind of continue to sharpen that at the next level to hopefully be prepared for life one day. Yeah. Um, that that's the big goal here is make sure everyone's comfortable, everyone's. Um, confident with what they're doing everyone's you know enjoying life and doing things the right way um, I think those are some things that we can kind of instill here a little bit and I think as, as guys grow up and mature and kind of move on they'll develop more and more nice uh, I know we already talked about billet families but is there anybody else specific that you want to shout out say hi to from the podcast any viewers out there uh, would love to say hello to my mom my dad my brother um, his wife they're expecting and then uh, my future niece I'm super well, excited congrats. to meet her here coming up hopefully before the new year if not uh, after the new year she'll have a great hockey birthday um, but either way we're super excited to kind of welcome her to the world and, and do that um, and then again I, ca- I can't short uh, you know the billets our sponsors our fans our supporters um, Bob and Dustin at the rink, and then obviously our ownership group for allowing us to do this. Um, we love the opportunity being here and getting the opportunity to work in Hudson every day. All right, sounds great. Is there anything else that you would like to touch on here uh, before we close? Come out and check out a Havoc game. The boys are buzzing right now. We're excited to be back, and uh, we'd love to see you guys at the Gornick Arena. Sounds great. All right, well, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in from the Locust Street Studio. For the voice of the Hudson Havoc, Brian Mose, for head coach Brett Wall, for all the players, staff, and all the sponsors, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, tune in for the next one. I'm not sure when the third episode will be, but you know we'll figure it out. Uh, you know everything is uh, fluid. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you have a great night. Uh, hope you enjoy if you come out to any of those games. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, kind of rambling on here. My apologies, but uh, we're so happy that you watched. Uh, so happy that you tuned in. Thank you so much. Good night. <laughs>